the Deeper Dive podcast. Today is day 20 of the Catechism of the Catholic Church in one year. Today we begin chapter 3, uh, starting with paragraph 142. Man's response to God. By his revelation, the invisible God, from the fullness of his love, addresses men as his friends and moves among them in order to invite and receive them into his own company. The adequate response to this invitation is faith. By faith, man completely submits his intellect and his will to God. With his whole being, man gives his assent to God the revealer. Sacred scripture calls this human response to God, the author of revelation, the obedience of faith. To obey, from the Latin ab adir, to hear or listen to. In faith is to submit freely to the word that has been heard, because its truth is guaranteed by God, who is truth itself. Abraham is the model of such obedience offered us by sacred scripture. The Virgin Mary is its most perfect embodiment. The letter to the Hebrews, in its eulogy of the faith of Israel's ancestors, lays special emphasis on Abraham's faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place which he was to receive as an inheritance, and he went out, not knowing where he was to go. By faith, he lived as a stranger and pilgrim in the promised land. By faith, Sarah was given to conceive the son of the promise. And by faith, Abraham offered his only son in sacrifice. Abraham thus fulfills the definition of faith in Hebrews 11.1. 1. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Abraham believed God, and, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. Because he was strong in his faith, Abraham became the father of all who believe. The Old Testament is rich in witness to this faith. The letter to the Hebrews proclaims its eulogy of the exemplary faith of the ancestors who received divine approval. Yet God had foreseen something better for us, the grace of believing in his son Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Father Larry. Uh, thanks, Bill. So <clears throat> here we go into this, you know, the first words of the creed, I believe. And um, the old catechism, the Maybe some of you remember the Baltimore Catechism was in a question-answer form, and it was very short answers, and it, it asked the question, what is faith? And uh, it defines faith as the divine virtue by which we firmly believe the truths which God has revealed. All right, so it's one thing to know something exists. It's another thing to actually do what God tells you, and that's what faith is, a response to God's invitation to believe in him and to follow what's best for us. Uh, there's a there's an old anecdote you probably heard about this Charles Blondin. He was a tightrope walker in the early 20th century, and he I think it was probably even before that, and around the turn of the 20th century. And he used to extend ropes uh, from you know high places from one side to the other. And one day he got pretty cocky, and uh, him and his uh, trainer put a rope between Niagara Falls, and he walked across it in front of thousands of people. And when he got to one side, you know, there's crowds on both sides. Uh, his trainer, uh, uh, basically, the guy, uh, well, actually, no, uh, the, um, yeah, the, the, his coach says, who believes that Charles can do that um, with a wheelbarrow? 
And they're like, whatever. And so, um, you know, uh, Charles was, uh, no one, no one, no one was going to do it. And so, uh, he, and they offered like cash money, like huge amount of money. If anyone would have the guts to get in the wheelbarrow as Charles pushed this wheelbarrow from one side to the other. And finally the coach said, all right, fine, I'll do it. And so he gets in the, in the wheelbarrow and Charles blonde and proceeds to push his coach from one side to the other on the tightrope over Niagara Falls, stopped in the middle of the rope, uh, dropped a shot glass down to a boat. They filled it with whiskey. He pulled up, took a shot of whiskey and continued the other side. And the newspapers were like, what were you thinking to the coach? And he's like, I know, you know, Charles very well. I've coached him and I have complete confidence that he was going to do it. You know, and that's essentially what faith is. Faith is having confidence, not, not just in a human person, but in God made man, Jesus Christ, that knows what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to get there. And that's what faith is. It's an obedience. Um, and uh, as it was said in Latin, ab odiri, which is to hear or listen to, but it means to, to listen with the intention of obeying. And that's the finer point of uh, it's faith leads to action, to following, not just listening to what God says, but actually doing it. And he, and so the scriptures, you know, the catechism goes into different parts. It talks about Abraham because by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place where he was receiving inheritance, you know, and that, you know, we call Abraham the father of faith. And it's interesting, even though if you look at scriptures, he wasn't even, <laughs> he was a lot of falls through his experience of faith. I mean, he just, there was a lot of uh, things where he struggled, but he still had belief that God would get him through. Um, and then, uh, you know, then it goes on to quote Hebrews chapter 11, verse one, which is a very good biblical definition of faith. And it basically says this, just recounting what you read, Bill, it says, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. So faith also means that we believe that things exist and we can't perceive with our eyes simply why God told us. Well, why do we know that? Why can we believe in Jesus? Well, he's God. And if he told us something through his scriptures, it has to be real. Um, and then finally, uh, it goes on to say the Old Testament and is rich in witnesses to this faith. And it says the letter to the Hebrews proclaims its eulogy uh, of faith. Uh, and so basically that, um, you know, that, uh, yeah, that, that all these, these, these characters in the Old Testament point to they believed in something greater than themselves and, and that we ourselves should probably have a more of a faith than they did simply because um, we, we know Christ. And the perfect, the, the, basically the perfect exemplar of faith is what? The Blessed Virgin Mary, right? And, uh, you know, we see this with her fiat where, you know, she's asked to be the mother of God. She's this young teenager. And, um, you know, she says these famous words, uh, probably the most powerful words in, in, in the history of the world. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word, right? So that's, uh, that's faith. Like, I, I know, I don't know Lord, how this is going to happen, but if you say that I'm going to be the mother of God, so be it. And uh, there was a huge risk he was taking uh, as a, not quite married yet and all this. He just believed that God would make it happen. And he goes on to say in this final paragraph that she continued this journey of faith until her last ordeal when Jesus, uh, she was uh, beneath the cross watching her son die. And Mary's faith never wavered, it says. She never ceased to believe in the fulfillment of God's word. And so 
you know, many times John Paul II made reference to this and a lot of the saints that Mary all the way to the death of Christ had this amazing faith that and we even watching her son die, that this was God's will and that she was going to believe that it would lead to good, which is awesome. He did with our salvation.